This is episode 234 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. Today, I've got a special treat for you. I've got one of my clients who literally just jumped on a webinar with me last week because that's how badass she is, you guys. Becky Lee is the owner of Pause Around Motown. She started it in 2014, and uh, it offers mobile services to fit into your busy lifestyle. They do dog walking, pet sitting, obedience training, pet taxis, pet yard cleanups, and all around Oakland County. So Becky has been in the mastermind and in better marketing with Bella. Therefore, I've really gotten to know her very, very well through the ups, through the downs, through the excitements and through the not so excitements, especially of last year, 2020. And one thing that has always inspired me about her is that she's always upbeat and she's always trying to figure out, well, if I can't do it this way, then I got to do it another way. And she's willing to do everything fearlessly, or at least it looks like she do it fearlessly. Currently, she's even sporting this awesome pink hair that I wish I had the guts to do, <laughs> which is another thing I admire her for. But without further ado, Becky, thanks so much for agreeing to come on the show. Oh, what an intro. I'm so flattered <laughs> that you're having me here. <laughs> well, you should be because you really are an incredible, incredible person. And I know that like in the next 20 minutes or so, you're really going to inspire people. And I really feel like they're going to be like, wow, I can do this too. Guys, I know that we've had a lot of excitement in the past year and there's been a lot of challenges and you've really had to dig deep and figure out, do I actually want my business and how am I going to get through this? So Becky, let's turn it to you. Why don't you just give our listeners an overview of what life has been like for you in 2020 with Pause Around Motown? So 2020 it's crazy because I started the year out thinking this is going to be my year. I'm going to get everything together this year and this is going to be awesome. And then like two months into the year, all this madness started happening. And so, you know, I was faced with a lot of down moments, like a lot of business owners and just a lot of people in general, you know, so at first when I kind of went into the new year, it was like all downs you know, we lost like 70% of our business. We lost 70% of our clients, 70% of our revenue. We had just leased a training space. Like we were about to open our first brick and mortar facility. So we leased a training space in February. We were supposed to do a grand opening in April. And then we had a stay at home order. So now we have this facility that we're paying rent and bills and all of the expense with our grand opening that we had planned, it all kind of got flush. <laughs> I mean, we still have the facility, but now we have this like rent and these bills to pay for a space that we can't really use. So that along with having to, we had to eliminate management staff. So I went from having three managers to it just being my general manager and myself, which was really difficult because I had to have some tough conversations with some really amazing people that I didn't want to lose, but that I didn't have a choice. It was a tough decision that I had to make. And so I began to fall into this like state of 
depression and this almost like shame spiral Mm -hmm. about just getting down to myself thinking, you know, what didn't I do in the past that has caused me to be in this position now? Like I, you know, I should have had more money saved. I should have, you know, scaled my business the right way. Just kept having all these like self-defeating thoughts. And so it just, I kept thinking about, you know, what did I do wrong? And then kind of through that came all of these like blessings, you know? So we received two grants from the county. We got our PPP in line. Our clients were amazing. Like we had people paying for services they weren't even using. We had people buying stuff for the future. We had people offering to do online training with us instead of in person. And so my client support was out of this world. Like you can't, I didn't even know how important we were to a lot of people and how important a lot of people were to us. And so we went from that and then just, I started to kind of utilize people in my industry, you know, just everything educational I could do. I did. My debt was growing, but I didn't let it stop me from kind of trying to improve just my education and ways that I could, you know, do things. And, and then we started, you know, I started just as a person opening up to people, which is not me. I don't do that. I'm, I'm actually for how kind of cheerful I am and upbeat. I'm very closed off. I don't ask for help. And I started asking for help. And so I stopped being depressed and I started thinking, how can I use this downtime to like make my business and myself better than ever. Let me stop you right there. Cause I want to touch this so much good stuff. I'm writing notes. So I want to go back really quick because I want people to understand that they're not alone. And I want to talk about that really quick. You said spiral and it was, you know, what I heard was basically you were grieving because you were like, what did I do wrong? How did I do this? Like I'm in denial. Like you're trying to barter with all of it. Like yep. my business is dying. Yeah. Every day I was, I'm going to lose my business every day. That was the thought that I had. And this, you know, when you're an uh, an entrepreneur or you are someone that starts your own business, that business is like your child. Mm -hmm. So that business is, it, it encompasses kind of your whole world, all of your emotion. So it was like losing part of you, piece of myself. And so it's your identity. It's part of your identity. And so you and I didn't know, I, I struggled with not knowing like who I was for a yes. period, you know, I, it was just a lot of, you know, I didn't really know who I was anymore. I was kind of lost. And so, yeah, yes. it was definitely like the whole grief stage process. I don't think you're alone at all. I think there's a lot of listeners right now and you guys, I want you to reach out because one of the coolest parts about Becky is that she is brave and that she's moved past those like, oh, I don't share. Look at her now. She is on the freaking podcast <laughs> sharing right now. And I want you guys to rally around her. I want you to find out where you've seen this. And I want you to say, go Becky, go. Like, I want you to also <laughs> say, let her know. Like if you also were in that, I'm sure at some point you two were there. I was there, but then mm-hmm. I also was, I was there personally which I didn't show many people. I'm like you, right? But I was there like cheering everyone else on and crying with everyone else too. But the beautiful part about that, and I can relate personally, but this is about you, is that what I also heard you say is that you got your face shoved in a miraculous mirror. 
And that mirror was all of your clients shining back at you, telling you how much they valued you and loved you and appreciated your business. And so at a time in your life where you literally were questioning who you were, I'm getting goosebumps saying it, you were giving an opportunity to get all of that amazingness back at your most vulnerable time. Yeah. Dude, that lesson. I mean, can we unpack that for a minute? We had people telling us that we just want to do whatever is best for pause. Like mm-hmm. that's how much you guys mean for us. So mm-hmm. if you need to take us off the schedule for a bit, but charge us, you can. If you need to charge us more, you can. I mean, we just had people making just these amazing offers. You know, I'm not a person that would have ever started a GoFundMe, but my staff started a GoFundMe for us. I was not involved with that because it's never a way I would ask for help. But clients donated and they donated generously. And we started doing, you know, just check-in calls with them and kind of talking about, you know, how are you doing? You know, (laughs) how is your life going? And, you know, we miss your pets. Oh my God. Like, can we just come? I mean, I was offering to go see people just on my own because I was just (laughs) missing like animal (laughs) love, you know? Right. But yeah, it was, I knew that we had like wonderful clients, but I didn't know like how much a part of their family we are and how much a part of mine that they are, you know? And what so a beautiful, beautiful thing to come of that. Gosh, truly a blessing. Like it made me almost think about my entire future and how I do customer service going forward. And tell me more about that. Um, what did it make you reconsider? It just made me think about like the whole client experience, you know, just connecting with them more on a personal level, like throughout their time with us and that everything is fleeting. And so you have to be willing to kind of roll with change and maybe you don't always have the most popular voice, Mm -hmm. but I started thinking like, well, gosh, when we get new clients, we should probably send them a thank you card. And, you know, when we train a new dog in our center, we should probably give them like a cool bag of like fun stuff and, you know, teach them what they need for, you know, having a well-rounded puppy and Uh you know oh gosh maybe I need to go drop a present off at so-and-so's house because like we went through we even did like all the clients that donated we went and did like free yard cleanup services for them because we were just so grateful we're like what can we do for them let me clean up your poop yeah like (laughs) we don't have any money right now what's the worst thing that somebody doesn't want to do what can we do for you let's go clean up a bunch of poop and you know (laughs) (laughs) there are so many crass jokes I can make out of that I know right I'm not going to touch that right now (laughs) okay so let me take this to a psychological point Becky because you had to have those uncomfortable conversations you also had a choice in all of this you absolutely could have just hid underneath the covers and just stuck your fingers in your ears and gone la 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 it's not happening yeah so (laughs) what kind of decisions if you I don't even know if you thought about this but what kind of decisions did you make on a daily basis not to do that like what were those decisions that you consciously or subconsciously actually made so I've always been a person that thinks with her heart Mm -hmm. And so I started thinking more with my head and what are my numbers telling me that I need to do? Uh I had to basically pull myself up by my bootstraps and come out fighting. Like I just woke up, 
you know, I took some time away, went, went up north, visited my mom. I kind of decompressed, put some thought into it and just decided that I was not going to go down without a fight. I was going to fight for my business, for my team, for my clients, for myself, for this business that I built from the ground up where it was like me walking one dog that turned into this, you know, 800 client, 20 team member, you know, I wasn't going to give that up without a fight. I had to kind of flip my mindset to instead of being depressed every day and thinking I'm going to lose my business today, I had to start thinking, what can I work on? while we're slow? How can I come out of this and be a better business Mm -hmm. than I was going into it? So I started focusing time on doing things like rewriting training and hiring policies and onboarding policies and getting standard operating procedures in place. I started working on like training curriculums and writing training curriculums and recording videos that I could send to people online who were in training class. I started I opened up like this electronic space. Like I'm an older lady. I'm not super technologically savvy, Uh but I taught myself how to train dogs online and did that. I, my manager and I both got certification to teach first aid and CPR online so that we could offer benefits to our community and help save, you know, animals lives. I just took the consultation touch free, you know, zoom we started doing virtual consultations, something that we had never done. We had team members start, you know, we started doing more education around, like we purchased pet care team training from you. And (laughs) we started having our team do these trainings where they learn, what do you do in the instance, if you get bit by a dog, how do you read canine and feline body language so that we could start sending our team in kind of blind, so to speak, where they may not have met the dog, something that we had never done before, you know, so it pushed you outside your comfort zone to really like question, is this really needed? Yeah. Uh, And then you decide what you were going to do, because I think one of the things that maybe a lot of listeners are thinking is like, that's great, but I have all these ideas all the time. I don't know which one to pick. And then I just feel like I'm doing busy work. So was there like an intention that you had about how you were going to attack it? Or you just from your heart again, just kind of decided one project at a time. Like, what did that look like? How did you get clarity on that? How did you know what to work on? So what I started to do was to think about what does my community need that I can teach them without being in a space Uh with them. Uh So I'm a certified dog trainer. That's something that I put myself through school a couple of years ago and decided that I wanted to be like the all-encompassing guru to be able to like help people with behavioral issues with their dogs, like people that were clients of mine that I saw struggling. And so I just took, you know, I took a look at what I thought would best serve my community. So I started looking at what's going on right now. Okay, well, everyone's home from work. So everyone's rescuing dogs. They're going to need training on behavioral issues. Mm-hmm. Acclimation periods. I started getting brochures written about the acclimation period of a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about people working from home. What do they need? Okay, so how can I target my marketing toward people that may not realize that they need a break from their pets and that it's okay? to have a break from your pets. It doesn't make you a bad person and it's actually good for your pet 
to be around other people and new environments. And so I just kind of gradually started breaking apart. What do I have to offer Mm -hmm. that I can teach people in a space where we don't have to be face to face? face. Mm -hmm. There was a ton of people getting puppies. So I was stalking social media all over and okay, like all these puppies, people need to learn how to like raise these well-rounded puppies. Because in my mind, I saw coming out of COVID into separation, anxiety, (laughs) madness. And so I thought, well, what are ways people could socialize their puppies when they can't be around people? Mm -hmm. And ways that they could get that done and teaching Mm -hmm. them how to do that. I started educating myself. So in my mind at that point, I'm like, okay, everybody's getting puppies. People need a puppy expert. I'm going to learn everything there is about puppies. What I hear (laughs) is that you made a decision to meet your clients where they're at. Mm -hmm. And you just decided to realize that the problems you were solving before aren't the actual problems that you need to solve now. And you shifted that you guys, I want you to hear this because that is the true beautiful, awesome definition of what a pivot is. A pivot was not going to sell pottery on your website. No offense if you did. It wasn't going to start delivering Uber. It was to pivot the mindset and the operations going from face-to-face to virtual of your company by solving new problems and meeting people where they're at. So Becky, I want to celebrate with you now. So like, where are you at now? And how did you how did you keep going through all of it? Where do you see your business in 2021? And and what would be your best advice to people listening right now that maybe they're still in the haze? Because the one thing about grief, Becky, I'm sure you know this too, is that the stages, they don't happen congruently. They happen all the time. And there is sometimes you grieve for a very long time. Even I mean, just because the economy is coming back doesn't mean that our listeners aren't grieving right now. Uh, that you or me at one point, you know, grieving the loss of what it used to be. And now it's a new thing. Yes, it's exciting to get. There, there's so many emotions going on and it's okay not to be okay. But where are you at now? Where is this glow from you coming from? Like, you're always just so exciting and, and fun to be around. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, so it's really at? weird. It's really weird because I feel like through everything that I went through this past year, I got my fire back, like my mojo returned. I got my passion back. I fell back in love with my business. Mm-hmm. You know, I started to be able to focus on things that were important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, we came out of the year. I didn't even know we got nominated for an award. So I had clients nominate us, vote for us. And I get this <laughs> notification that we won this best of 2021 award. Oh my God. I didn't even know that never happens. Nominated. And so, you know, like, I feel like we came out of it with like these like solid wins, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I think that it's important to realize that just because things seem like they're kind of turning around, the world may forever be different. You have to kind of roll with that Mm -hmm. and be able to change your mindset and the way that you think and not be afraid to learn how to do new things and not underestimate yourself. Yeah. Don't close yourself off. Ask for help. There's a whole community of people in this world that want to help you with what you're doing. Bella's one of them. And so take advantage of your resources. I mean, I see us going into 2021 as an award-winning dog sitting company or dog walking company. 
and then extending that, becoming an award-winning training company. Mm-hmm. And I see us solving problems in a different way, changed some things around my business that were maybe causing me heartache in the past that mm-hmm. I was too busy to realize, mm-hmm. you know, office hours from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Well, that's great. <laughs> but, you know, when you're having to sit by the phone for 12 hours, that's, you know, Not a, lot. Great. <laughs> Not a lot of time left for family, you know, so changing some of those policies and the way that we operate and scaling back our territory mm-hmm. so that it makes sense with being slower mm-hmm. and we can always grow back, mm-hmm. but we needed to scale it to what made fiscal financial sense for mm-hmm. us and for our team. I mean, they're drive they're driving like 30 to 45 minutes to get somewhere. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that you know, we're going to keep doing like what we started to do virtually uh, live online. We're going to keep doing that stuff Mm -hmm. in 2021 and probably well into the future. I feel like we can teach people really great things and have a farther reach Mm -hmm. by learning how to adapt to doing it where people are and in their space. In April, when we had uh, Marcus in the mastermind, oh my God, it was almost a year ago. And he taught us step-by-step how to have those virtual consultations, even though every single one of us were like, oh, Marcus, yeah, that's cool. You're a pool guy. You don't get dogs. Oh my God, it works. Yeah, guys, it works. (laughs) And there's a step-by-step procedure in the mastermind on exactly how to do it. I mean, we Um, were on a stay-at-home getting new clients as a result of that talk and him teaching us how to solve virtually and do online consultations and selling people what they need. You know, we were getting new business. I'm like, how are we getting new business? It's a pandemic. Like everything's shut down. Nobody can even be around each other. How are we getting? Because you were brave enough to know it's unknown and take a wild and crazy idea in the community that you decided to become a part of. And just take a leap in faith and be like, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do to kind of train yourself yes. that doesn't cost a thing. Yes. You know, having Zoom, you can get a free Zoom. You can get on and, and teach yourself how to record videos. You know, there's free plans on StreamYard. You can yes. go on and teach yourself how to record video. I mean, I was borrowing clients' dogs for free. I'm like, hey, can I borrow Ellie for, you know, two hours? I'm going to take her to the training center. I'm going to teach her a bunch of stuff, and then I'm going to send you the videos, but I'm going to use those videos to help other people. Is that okay? You know, you can <laughs> kind of teach yourself, you know, you've got to research and know your community, build community relationships with people. I have a client that is a dog masseuse. Uh And we had never worked on anything before we met and formed a partnership. And now she's doing massage at our training center. And we're kind of trying to help each other, you know, build each other's business up and, you know, there's support out there in your community, (laughs) you know, people out of you. I'm so you you haven't, I think another big thing about you Beck is that you are not operating in a silo. And a lot of people are operating in a silo. They're not saying, what can I do for my community? They're not reaching out to their clients and being vulnerable on a personal level. They're not connecting with other business owners. They're kind of feeling like they're going through this alone, which actually helps add to that spiral of not wanting to get out of bed or just stay depressed or the world is out to get me kind of thought process. So as we close this up, 
the reason why I do know you so well is because of the mastermind and better marketing. So if you could give anyone advice, if someone's sitting on the fence about either one of those, what have you seen as a benefit throughout 2020 with that stuff in your life? Because you were the first one, you said at the very beginning that your debt's stacking up and you made a choice to still stay a part of it and spend that money. And you know, like why? And now we're paying off debt. You know what? I have been in the mastermind for a while Mm -hmm. and there are so many tools and resources in there as a business owner, you guys. And you also have the support of this community that's going through the same stuff. And you can talk to those people. I mean, you form relationships with other people in that group. You have accountability in that group. You set goals and achieve goals in that group. It forces you to save a space to work on you and your business and ways to kind of turn it around. Mm -hmm. I'll say that I've learned so much and I've actually just even being put in contact with people I didn't even know existed. Like I'm talking to Joe from Walker Scout right now, who's going to help me with some hiring like and recruiting. And so you get to know these different people that you have come speak in these groups. I mean, that hot seat every month is worth the price alone mm-hmm. of the mastermind. The better marketing with Bella. Okay. This is what I can tell you about better marketing with Bella. Okay. We had a 70% decrease in clients, revenue, everything. We brought that up within like three months of COVID starting to just a 50% decrease. And now we're back to about 70% of what we were doing prior. I have formed engaging relationships through social media with my clients. People have hired us as a result because they have kind of gotten to know us through those platforms. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, like my website traffic has increased by like 50 stinking percent. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and that is talking everything with it. <laughs> <laughs> all go, about better marketing with Bella. <laughs> you get the captions, you get the graphics, you get the emails, you get the blogs, you get all of this like awesome marketing stuff. You guys, I am so not creative when it comes to like social media. I kept coming on doing these stupid lives that didn't mean anything through COVID, just trying to like stay at the forefront. You no, know? they do mean something. Though, they, get to see you. they get to see you. I mean, look, you're like dancing right now. You guys can't see her, but she's dancing right now talking about this. Like it is horrible. (laughs) Right. And you know what? It's okay to be, to show emotion and be vulnerable with your clients. Mm -hmm. Also on the backside of that, like I've been on the phone crying with people through this year. You can't be afraid to show people your emotion and what you're going through and who you are. But yeah, my numbers have increased. I mean, I've got, we're getting about 1500 website views a month right now. Wow. Um, we used to be at like 15. That's amazing. I'm just, I'm so grateful, tremendously grateful at the support and the things that you just said, but because you literally stepped out in fear when so many other people would say, no, it doesn't work or no, uh, I can't do that. Or no, it's too much on me. That's just like the wrong mindset. You know, like we're giving you 
the keys to the kingdom for you to go like pick your own adventure and figure out which one you want to do. And And I got to say like the mastermind Bella gave us like, I think it was 15 marketing things that you could do during COVID. Like Mm -hmm. it was just a free list of like stuff we could do to uh, what I would have done if I had a company. (laughs) Yeah. But we got that for free for being in that yeah. group. And I utilized that list. Yeah, I mean, we did all yeah, of that did. stuff. I think know? I used some of your pictures in the download <laughs> that I made for it. The sidewalk yeah. chalk and stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, I think through this, I learned like, what are the talents of my team even, you know, and just connecting with them on a yeah. more personal level, yeah. you know, because it's not even, we always focus on our clients, right. But at the end of the day, it's about people that work for us. Yeah. And if, if we can create that kind of culture, I mean, people don't leave a company, they leave the person they work for. So it's like, and so many things. I'm so thankful to my staff because I mean, even through those hard conversations, they all were like understanding and kind and didn't make me feel like a jerk. Becky, it's a mirror of you and who you are, girl. It's a um, mirror of you and your authenticity and your love for people. Truly. Oh my God. It really is love. So yeah, they were amazing holding on. I mean, they didn't leave. They were, it just was incredible. Awesome. Well guys, I, it was really important for me to bring Becky on today because I know that you can relate to a lot of the struggles that she's been through, but I also want to encourage you to wake up, to wake up and get back out there or find that new renewed energy. And just because things are telling you that it's, it's not as good as it used to be, it's actually a blessing in disguise because now you get the opportunity to create what you want. You get the opportunity to really say, was this working or was this not working? You get the opportunity to wake up. You guys Mm -hmm. wake up. Is your social media popping? Is your brain being expanded? Are you meeting new and interesting people? Or are you just hanging out in some of the free pet sitting groups where the sky is falling and everything is terrible? Because you have a choice every single day. You don't necessarily have to do what Becky did and go into the mastermind or better marketing with Bella. <laughs> you can go someplace else too. Like there's plenty of different things, but but I think you gotta realize you are in control of this and you are a product. Darren Hardy says it from Compound Effect, that book. He says, You are a product of all the choices you make. You make your choices and then your choices make you. So I wanna ask you, what choice are you gonna make today to make yourself better and your business better? Becky, thank you so much for being here today. You guys, I want to know having me. (laughs) I want to know you guys what resonated and Becky does too, because she doesn't do this all the time. So if you (laughs) like this, you say, you go girl. I love that. (laughs) And tag her and go look at her on social media, pause around Motown and she'll be in the show notes too. And, um, Beck, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day and to inspire all my listeners. You guys remember when life gets you down to always keep jumping. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.